The next thing I tell you will change how you see things until you have to make an appointment to see the optometrist. Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So I was just telling Douglas about how I'm probably going to need a companion. Mm. I'm moving into a new place this time all by myself. Seen the high part? The, the anymore one? Anymore! <laughs> <laughs> but I know me lah, yeah. I need attention and love, so I think I'm gonna get myself a cat. A cat? Yeah, you want mine? <laughs> I want a baby cat. Your cats are all adults, right? No, no. I have a, I have one baby one. He's uh, three months old now. Oh. So yeah, maturity level same as yours. <laughs> oh. Wow, is it a street cat? Yeah, rescued case lah. All the, at first there were three of them. Yeah. these kittens. So he's the boy. Uh, he's orange in color. Oh. So our temporary name for him is Mr. Orange. Wow, very creative. <laughs> temporary, temporary. <laughs> after after you adopt him, hey, give him whatever name you want. You know, King right. Charles the Third, whatever. But <laughs> but I think he'd be suitable for your new place. Are you planning to have other cats or just uh, one first? Probably just one first. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Then uh, Mr. Orange would be perfect for you because he's quite the attention seeker. And attention giver as well Because oh. yeah, currently He's uh, he's living in my TV room yeah. uh, Which is also where Mishka is Mishka is my veteran 16 year old cat oh, yeah, wow. So he's just grumpy Sits down Doesn't <laughs> do stuff Problem is This yeah. Mr. Orange Always wants to play oh. Mishka is really old yeah, So yeah. They'll pretend to wrestle For a bit Before Mishka runs away <laughs> To find some peace And quiet So Kasia What does Mr. Orange do to him? Attack me lah What's some more? Oh. <laughs> does he scratch you? Uh, a little bit uh, No for Okay wait wait For a kitten He's actually quite good already He scratched very soft His bite also is very gentle And he actually likes to squeeze And sit in between my kitten <laughs> oh, Does he scratch furniture though? Uh, no Because we bought him a scratch pole oh. So what he does is He jumps from the sofa He launches into the air Then he grabs the, the scratch pole And he slides down Like oh. a fireman Oh my god It sounds like a terror Yeah he's uh, No he's very sweet <laughs> Wanita, you have to take him. No, you, you see the picture first. Why is he so big? <laughs> but quite handsome, lah. Looks like he'll grow into it. Yeah, like me. Yeah. Fly <laughs> FM. So I'm moving out very soon, uh. and I'm supposed to pack, but there's so much to do, and I keep procrastinating. <laughs> also, because I live with my sister now, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've been living with her for five years since before she had her babies. Oh. She like came to my room and showed me the pregnancy test, okay. and now I have these two kids at home <laughs> that I really don't want to leave. Every time I see them, I'm oh my baby. <laughs> <laughs> so hard to leave How far away are you moving? Like 30 minutes <laughs> Yeah lah, but drama like I'm migrating like that, right? Okay, okay, wait Are you a systematic packer Or like a dump everything in one big box type of packer? Uh, no, I usually pack by room sequence So I go by room by room What a weirdo <laughs> What? <laughs> it's a system that works lah I mean, I don't have that many things Right uh, So I itemize them And then I put them in their specific box Oh, you itemize one by one No wonder it takes so much time uh, Yeah, I think So that's why this time I'm just going to bubble wrap all the fragile right. items And then the rest of the stuff I'll let the movers do <laughs> <laughs> you know, No, it's always nicer to have movers pack, man Because first of all, right They are doing all the heavy lifting Yeah Right And they are professionals They have all the equipment now. They got the boxes, the tape and the mini forklift and stuff. Yeah, watching yeah, yeah. them work is like watching a group dance, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone is fast and efficient and they're synchronized and stuff like that. Yeah. And the best part is they are the ones packing the stuff into the box, ma. Yeah. So then when they move into a new house, 
For you it's like opening presents Because <laughs> you don't know What's inside that box <laughs> So it's like Christmas All over again Yeah yeah, yeah. Because if you pack yourself yeah. Then no shock like, You know exactly What's in the box Because you put the, the stuff in the box right <laughs> The last time I moved house Was I think uh, 15, uh, 15 15 years ago yeah. My wife and I Did all the packing ourselves Right I'm telling you In my current house now yeah. There are still some boxes I haven't opened huh? Oh my god <laughs> But my friend It's 15 years I know If there are any Bajus inside right Now vintage already <laughs> Your boxes so rapport really la the bottom fly fm so penang malls apparently want to focus on experience based stores to attract more customers oh, okay but will it work uh? you know what? because in malaysia we have a very robust tapau culture going on <laughs> experience how to tapau correct <laughs> That's true. So this is what's going on. Malls in Penang apparently aren't doing as well as the businesses need, even though we're like in the endemic phase, right, you know. Right. Probably because people still don't feel safe. And also, I mean, what did we all get used to this past two years? Online shopping. Yeah. So in order to curb this issue, malls have decided to focus more on experience instead of retail. Right. Meaning focus on things like yeah, yeah. sports, you know, cinemas, arcades, other things that can only be enjoyed in person. Only be enjoyed in person And in the mall right? Yes correct Yeah, Because I don't know I went to the shop in Lao Yat And uh-huh. uh, the normal shop I go to And the person there said That our oh, business has been very bad uh-huh. Although you know people can now go out Still yeah. he said like A lot of people are back in malls You can see them in the malls You can yeah. see them on the escalators yeah. But they are not in the shops They're not buying stuff right. People are just out to Jalan Jalan And it's true you know, I looked around Most of the shops no customers Right and The staff only standing there mm-hmm. And and uh, they said right That now they only get Maximum uh, Yeah uh, An average One to two New walk-in customers A day Wow That's horrible And this is Lao Yan, You know That's crazy Walk-in doesn't mean They'll automatically buy Also right yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think that's why businesses should set up online shops. Like I personally prefer it because online you can get it for much cheaper. Sometimes, like you go to the shop, you ask them questions, you look at what you want, but then you go online and you go home what? and you buy it. It'll maybe cost like fifty cents cheaper, maybe one ringgit, two ringgit. It'll take two weeks to come, lah. People are like you, lah, feeling lauyat. <laughs> I am total opposite. <laughs> I, I I don't like buying online because yeah. I want to go to the shop. I want to see the product, touch it, test it. I want to take it home. Yeah. Like when I buy things, I want them now. Now. I don't, I don't want to pay less but I have to wait two weeks for it to arrive. Uh, that's because you have more money than time. <laughs> wow. You make it seem like I'm going to die tomorrow. <laughs> Fly FM. Penang malls need more people out and about, so they're going to focus on experience-based stores to attract more customers. But we're wondering, have you ever been to an epic mall and what was it like? Billy! What story or lie you got? Hey, yo, so, yeah, I grew up in the Middle East, Bahrain. Yeah, yeah. But then one time I went to Dubai and I got to go to the Dubai Mall, the world's second biggest mall. This, the world's, the, it was the world's second, second biggest mall. Yes, I believe so, yeah. It is uh, massive. It took like uh, a whole hour to make one whole round and there's like four floors. So it takes you probably like around five hours. Wait, 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 wait. This, did you try it? <laughs> like what happened? You, you actually I, walked one yeah, round? I, had to, I can only do two floors a day. So the next day I came back and finished the other half. <laughs> so how do normal people like get around? They, they won't oh, be able yeah. to shop. So they have a transit system within the mall. It's like a taxi. It's basically like a little golf cart. Yeah, oh, that you flag the and then people will drive you around. You get, right. you get driven around in a mall. This happens in maybe resorts or golf yeah. courses, lah, right? <laughs> or if you're a child and you sit in those like, toy trains. 
So they got that. There's like six different food courts, and they all have their own theme, like Western, Asian, Middle Eastern. Wow. Um, there is uh, there's a whole ski resort, ski like resort. an entire Alps inside a mall. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, there is a bowling. There's bowling. There's an ice rink where the Dubai hockey team plays, and people can watch. Right. Train. Um, they have the one of the world's largest aquarium, if I recall. Yeah, it's Ooh, a huge nice. aquarium. So much water. I'm like, this is why the Middle East has no water. You know, <laughs> no, but no, the, the, the stuff that you're saying, right? A desert shouldn't have any of this. A desert should not have ski slopes, aquariums, or like water. And and the craziest thing I saw was a vending machine that huh? sold gold. A vending machine. It sold. You gold, like, what, gold rings? Gold blocks. Gold right. Ring. You're not wild. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense in Dubai. <laughs> you have to use a credit card though. <laughs> <laughs> you, of course you use credit cards. Imagine trying to pay for a gold bar with coins. <laughs> Fly FM. It's time for a football updates. Yeah, I think the players are getting very tired because a lot of them just only play either on Wednesday yeah. or some play on Thursday or so. Then, oh, yo, rest two days, Saturday must play, Sunday must play. And listening to all this football updates is so tired. <laughs> yeah, so imagine them. Huh? They could actually go to run and kick the ball, you know. Uh, big matches. Oh, big matches happening. First of all, there's Arsenal uh, versus Manchester United. Ooh. United are uh, coming from a thrashing, uh, from a 4 thrashing. Arsenal yeah. are riding high because they beat uh, Chelsea recently. Right. So I think it's going to be quite an exciting match, and then uh, Chelsea are going to play West Ham. That's a like kind of like a London derby, like because both clubs are situated within London. Right. Yeah. So I think that's going to be quite an explosive encounter as well. Oh, and right. then the two top teams currently sitting very pretty on the top with only one point separating them. Uh. So we Liverpool. have huh? Liverpool. Liverpool and City. So oh. City are leading. So uh, City are going to play Watford. Uh-huh. They should beat Watford because Watford are second last. <laughs> oh man Yeah and then Liverpool uh, They are playing Everton Now this one also Is a mouth-watering clash Why? Because it's called A Merseyside Derby Merseyside yeah, Derby so They are both located In Liverpool lah, Right 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 Okay Liverpool should again Steamroll because Everton are 17th Which is uh, I think what Third last Fourth last Something like that Okay <laughs> Yeah. So- Brighton are they number 20? No. <laughs> Last. <laughs> no, we're not. We are, I think, number 11 now or something oh, like that. Yeah. that's not bad. So, uh, Brighton, we are going to play Southampton. Uh-huh. Uh, and they are way below us. I think they are 12. <laughs> so, I think one step below only. <laughs> so, it's going to be a close match. Uh, this one. Yeah. I, I really hope we can win. And so, because of that, I have got a spurring chant <laughs> that I've prepared for all the Brighton and both Albion Malaysian supporters. Yes. Are we ready? <laughs> Okay, let's okay. Go. 47, 48. Brighton and Hove Albion. Keep fighting like champions. Score, score, score. Get a win or draw. Just don't <laughs> lose the next one. Then we whack everyone. Fly FM. So this man was forced to enter the women's public restroom to change his baby at the baby changing station. No man. Why? Men shouldn't enter the women's toilet for whatever reason. No. Okay, no, unless it's there's a fire and you're gonna save somebody in the toilet. But more importantly, more importantly, what is a baby changing <laughs> station? <laughs> No, what, no, if you don't like your baby, you can change for a different one or like what's the story? <laughs> it's 
It's a secret train that you take from the women's toilet to a wonderful world of clean baby diapers. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's basically a table for you to put your baby on so you can comfortably change your baby smelly diapers. Right, right. That, that's it. Um, but this man spoke the truth. He went online and spoke up about how there aren't enough baby changing stations for fathers. Hmm. And he's right. I mean, the baby changing stations are always nearer to the women's restrooms. And in this case, it actually forced him to go inside the women's restroom to take care of his baby. Yeah, look, I can understand because I've got pretty extensive experience with men's <laughs> toilets. <laughs> yeah, that. I don't think I've ever seen a uh, this baby station thing. Uh, yeah. Okay, I know I haven't seen a man putting a baby in the sink <laughs> la, to change the diapers. <laughs> That's why I absolutely agree with him. It should be mandatory, you know. We should have more baby changing rooms that aren't attached to toilets. I see. Yeah, I feel like it's not even hygienic to bring a baby into the toilet, you know. <laughs> like a baby changing station and feeding room as well, both should already be made available to us. Both should be on their own for comfort and convenience, I feel. Okay, yeah, because unless it's a machi cleaner, uh-huh. I am very uncomfortable with women in the men's bathroom, one, you know. Right. Like I was once at a urinal and I heard a girl's voice uh-huh. in one of the stalls. I just I stopped. I stopped. <laughs> Not finished yet, but I don't care. I stopped. I was very uncomfortable. I went to the sink. Yeah. Turns out there was a father yeah. that took his uh, kid daughter to the toilet, But still, right. I wasn't sure what to feel. <laughs> As long as she doesn't have to see what other men are doing, it's okay, <laughs> one, right? <laughs> like mothers, right? They bring their sons into the women's toilet as well. But this happened to me in several occasions. I'll be on the toilet, then suddenly you can hear the mom, Jaden, don't do that! <laughs> then I see the little boy's hands and eyes peeking underneath the door into my stall. Yeah, I'm <laughs> So okay, so instead of making diaper changing in public such a regular hassle, uh-huh. okay, instead of doing that and you know, having more rooms and stuff like that, yeah. why not? We've got very smart scientists, or so we can make flying cars, isn't it? Just, <laughs> just make a diaper that holds more capacity, right? Make one that holds like seven liters or something like that. This way, you can always wait till you get home before you change the baby. Like, hey, if this thing can hold seven liters, ah, uh, I'll wear one. <laughs> Fly FM. So a father was forced to use the women's restroom because there weren't any baby changing stations for him. Besides the one in the women's restroom, poor guy. Mm. But he got us talking about kids in general. You don't particularly love kids, right, Douglas? No, no, I can stand them for you know, ten minutes <laughs> a week. <laughs> but you have to work with them sometimes, no? Yes. <laughs> okay, I was directing this sitcom many years ago, It required a kid actor for yeah. I think three scenes, four scenes. Okay. Uh, see, there's a pepatah in the industry, you know. Uh-huh. A saying is a dua tiga kucing berlari. Yeah. Don't work with children and animals. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, I told the casting team, I said, look, you got to find me uh, a professional five-year-old actress. I specifically told them, find me a professional five-year-old actress. And I'm guessing that didn't happen. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> they got me one of their friends, neighbor's daughter, I don't know what, uh, who apparently uh, she'd done one or two commercials before. So, deep down, I already knew this was going to be tough. La. But you were already biased against her. I didn't need to be. Eh? <laughs> this kid was a horror and a half. She was spoiled. She was entitled She yeah. was moody right. She didn't want to say her lines And and they were good lines You know oh, Who wrote the script? Me lah <laughs> <laughs> And her parents Didn't help the situation Because uh. yeah. I remember uh, Saying uh, I gave her an instruction uh, The girl I was like okay, okay Now you wait for your father To say the line first uh-huh. Right Then after that Your mother will say the line okay. Then your father will nod two times And then You say your line yeah, Right yeah. The mother comes over And was like Okay Aunt Jessie Okay after the Coco say his line And then the Cheche Will say her line And then the Coco will not two times huh? and then you say your line okay 
That's exactly what I told her. <laughs> if you, if you want to help, but at least paraphrase a bit, lah. Yeah, kids take a while, lah. You have to tell them like a few times for them to get it. Ah, she didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, we did the take. I thanked the kid and the parents, and after they left, yeah. I changed the shot. I, what just, do you I mean? just changed it. I excluded the the kid, so we only hear her voice. <laughs> <laughs> what to do? So I, I remember I got one of the wardrobe girls, the yeah. youngest like wardrobe girl I could find. Yeah. <laughs> she was twenty five or something like that. I told her you sit off screen, yeah. and then when I cue, you just go like, but Danny forgot to off the fan. <laughs> 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 Fly FM. So father was forced to use the women's restroom because there weren't any baby changing stations for him, and we're wondering what your thoughts are on this baby changing stations for fathers. We got some voice notes. I personally don't want baby changing stations in men's bathrooms because some men can be creeps. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Here's another one. Hey, just don't take your babies out, lah. If they wear diapers, they shouldn't be out at public places. Wow. <laughs> This is your gang, is it, Douglas? You paid her friend. to say this. <laughs> I think it's a good idea to have baby changing stations in men's bathrooms. People just assume it's the mother's duty only. So we should start normalizing dads taking care of their babies too. Yeah. Aggressive. Dads are not babysitting. They're just taking care of their kids. I think you should just have gender neutral bathrooms. Huh? <laughs> then problem solved. Anybody can go in and change their baby's diaper with no fuss. Easy. I think that will uh, bring up other problems. Yes. <laughs> my my first experience with gender neutral toilets was on a TV show called Ellie McBeal. It's a long time ago. Ellie McBeal? Yes. Because they would have scenes, right, where the female lawyers and the male lawyers would be in the toilet and they're having a conversation. Right. And I was like, what kind of toilet is this? How can, <laughs> right? Then when I went to New York, I actually saw one of these gender neutral toilets. <laughs> I mean, okay, uh, there were two separate toilets yeah. with the different symbols, uh-huh. but it was a sign that said, right, uh, please use whichever toilet you identify with right. and I was thinking excuse me I don't identify with any toilet <laughs> Fly FM Happy Earth Day yeah. or as Douglas says Happy Global International World Earth Day <laughs> <laughs> Now we all want to know how we can help the environment right uh, well here's one deleting your unwanted emails is apparently good for the environment First of all what a redundant term <laughs> unwanted emails hello all <laughs> emails are unwanted <laughs> Okay. No, so who wants emails? Nobody is like, oh, a new email came in, my favorite. <laughs> true. But here's how it works, okay? Because I'm sure you're wondering, when we save emails in the cloud, what's happening is that they're actually being kept in a server somewhere else that's right. being powered by electricity. And as oh. we know, electricity still largely comes from fossil fuels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So research shows that a year's worth of undeleted emails can carry the same impact as driving around 322 kilometers in a petrol car. See? Yes. Yeah. Do you clean up your emails, ah? Oh wow. Do I clean up my emails? Excuse me. Emails tremble in fear what? when they enter my inbox because oh, when I get in, I am a inbox zero type of guy. I oh. clear out emails every day. Some I see, I look at the title, they delete. Right. Okay. Yeah, but some I will, I will skim through lah. I'll skim through first, then delete. Those are you from my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, joking, joking. Uh, I'm the opposite. Yeah, one of my email accounts has more than 9,000 emails. Like 9,000? New, new emails. 9,000. That is like if the whole population of Putrajaya <laughs> sent you an email, you know. I know. I don't know why I'm telling everybody <laughs> this, right? It's so horrible. So once I had so many emails in my inbox that I couldn't be bothered, I was like, yeah, I have to clean up. Never mind, I just created a new email. <laughs> That's not solving the problem, my God. 
You are so such bad. a threat to the environment, you know. <laughs> you know, if you follow this study, right, 9,000 unread emails, are, that's probably equivalent to driving 300 cars from 900 kilometers or whatever. Not. That's why there is a fuel shortage in the world. It's because you have 9,000 unread emails. Yeah, okay, la, I'll start clearing them. I thought it was harmless. I really didn't know it was bad for the environment. No? But this study also is good, no, because <laughs> it justifies my actions Right, because uh-huh. what I do is I automatically delete emails that come asking me for money, ah, donation, ah, support, and stuff for like that. So, yeah, hey, yeah. listen, everybody, I do this not because I am stingy, not because I am selfish. It's because I love our environment so much. You are true. FM. So Douglas's friend Kanan has a podcast called Kanan's Conspiracy Corner <laughs> that nobody listens to. I mean, I'm not surprised, honestly, but he can the fella lah because he's so enthusiastic and he actually believes everything he says. So we thought we'd play it for you. This is. You're listening to Cannon's Conspiracy Corner. Pay attention, comrades! It's that time to bring you the truth explosions that will open your eyes wider. We all know that today is the International Global World Earth Day, right? It is a day to show the support for the environmental protection. However, you must ask yourself one very important question: Why we only started celebrating this the Earth Day in the 1970? Because actually, as early as the 1901, almost 70 years ago, the scientists already have confirmed and they've discovered the secret that the world actually has a Earth. So as usual, there are these secret truths hidden behind all these facts. The next thing I tell you will change how you see things until you have to make an appointment to see the optometrist. Now you think about this. Before the 1970, we did not celebrate the Earth Day, right? That means what we celebrate? We celebrated the other planets, lah, right? So why did we shift the focus to Earth after 1970? Because the rocket people wanted us to do that. Everyone knows ini semua salah rocket people. Uh, they are only interested in the race to be the first people to land on the sun. Jangan tell you. I know some people say how to land on the sun is too hot. These rocket people are smart. They are going to go at night. So when everyone focus on the earth, they will quietly build their spaceship from the recycled materials. You know because they cost less per capita. Why you think he's changing his name from Kit Siang to Kit Malam? Hey, I've said too much. There's more revelation to come. But hey, have to wait for a safer time. For now, this podcast is brought to you by the Park Haji Sameon handcrafted traditional technologies. Looking for good quality handmade graphic card, hard disk, or motherboard? Try Haji Sameon technology turun temurun. Tomorrow we discuss the increasing resale value of artificial woodpeckers in Morocco. This has been Kanan's Conspiracy Corner. Fly FM. So if you do your work at this Japanese cafe, they won't let you leave until you finish. Wow. Yeah. But okay, but you know how Malaysians are going to get around this, right? How? They won't order and drink there, lah. Just tapau. Then what are you going to do? You're going to follow me back to my office and monitor me there, is it? <laughs> Yeah, but it's kind of a good thing if you like to procrastinate, right? So this cafe is in Japan, as right. I said, and they let you tell them what type of writing work you do and okay. the goals that you want to achieve. Right. So, like you know, the number of words, the pages or documents oh, okay. edited, right? So they have charges and Wi-Fi, no excuses. But for an additional fee, the staff can check on your progress every hour, <gasps> and you can even ask for different levels of verbal pressure. <laughs> Verbal pressure. Yeah, these Japanese can somehow be polite even while being rude or not. Like, but okay, do you 
actually prefer working uh, at home in your room or you prefer going to the office or are you the type that needs to have a cafe there? Or Well, I work anywhere where it's quiet and there's good internet. Yeah, I'm also like that. I right. cannot stand background noise one. If there is a uh, TV on, my, yeah. my mind will immediately like, oh, what's happening? Uh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no focus. Same. Worse is if I'm working and you try and talk to me. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I hate that. I'm, I go all over the place. There was one time I was doing a script, right? I actually yeah. wrote down what was being talked about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I read back and said, am I writing? It's so horrible. <laughs> Interestingly though, there are some people who need to be in that cafe situation. Right. The director of Kopitiam, mm-hmm. he was also the writer. Right. Uh, for the scripts of the of the sitcom, and he could only write if he sat in a cafe. Ah, that mm. makes sense. It's quite nice, right? Sit in a cafe, write a show called Kopitiam. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, in this case, yeah. But imagine if he had to write for Prison Break, <laughs> then, then what? There'd be one short haired Chinaman sitting in Sungai Buloh Prison by himself, <laughs> right? Every other inmate is serving sentence. He is serving dialogue. <laughs> So there's a cafe in Japan that forces you to do your work. Like mm-hmm. you cannot leave until you finish your work, right? <laughs> we were reading about this and then we went down a rabbit hole and we found that there are a lot of weird cafes in the world. So much so that we're going to put it into a fun quiz for you. I'll ask the questions. Douglas will answer. Quiz, 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 quiz. It's quiz time on Fly FM. Okay, Jokes. this is a true or false, okay? Vampire Cafe in Tokyo, Japan. True or false? Vampire Cafe. Yes. I see because Japanese are very weird now, their people. So mm-hmm. I was I would say true just because they're Japanese. <laughs> yeah, correct. Hey! <laughs> it's in uh, Tokyo. It includes a coffin room modeled after the tales of Dracula. And the staff are dressed as vampires. The menu has vampire themed items Oof. with some dishes even served in like mini coffins. And and what are their operating hours? I'm guessing what 10 a.m. to twilight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Okay. Cockroach Cafe in Florida, Disgusting, America. Disgusting, but because you said Florida, they like all these things. One, no, true. Oh, thankfully <laughs> Yeah, yeah But actually it's a good concept, you know I think well, we can definitely adopt this concept uh-huh. we, uh, The mama saw those very dirty ones <laughs> <laughs> Then we can say like, Hey, no, we don't have a cockroach infestation We are a cockroach team mama <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, next one Toilet cafe in Moscow, Russia <laughs> Toilet cafe? Toilet cafe, bro Even the Russians are not this disgusting or false no, it's true. So this Moscow cafe, they serve everything toilet-inspired, right? Sausages and mash yeah, in oh, toilet-themed oh. bowls to tea and coffee in mini urinals. <laughs> then, then instead of chairs, right, there are actual toilets and the walls are decorated with toilet-themed art. If I'm not mistaken, they used to have this here in Sunway Pyramid. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very confusing, isn't it? Because then you don't know the fella is sitting there, whether he is just waiting for his friend to finish or he's actually doing his business after finishing the food. It's going to be so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty gross. So, wait, wait. So, now I, I've got what, one correct, two wrong. Yes. Nuclear power plant cafe in Shenzhen, China. Nuclear cafe, China. See, yeah. China. Uh, false, false. False is correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but if it was true, can yeah. you imagine the menu? Uh, they're going to serve ice lemon tea minus four, three, two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so two so, correct, two wrong. Huh? Yes, two correct, two wrong. Last one. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Clinic cafe in Singapore. Clinic themed cafe in clinic, Singapore. Like medical clinic themed cafe in Singapore. Oh, yeah, true. True is correct. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so this Singaporean's medical theme clinic cafe, right? It has wheelchairs and hospital beds as seating, and then the nurses, nurses like the you know waiters and waitresses, yep. they serve you IV drips and syringes full of drinks with food served on tiny bedpans. That's quite gross. I think they should definitely open one branch here in Malaysia. Why? Because every time I eat Singapore food, uh, I feel I need to go hospital. <laughs> <laughs> So I I I got three correct, two wrong. I win. Yes, you win. A plus cemerlang. <laughs> Fly F M. It's time for my favorite part of Friday. That we've collected over the week of all the champions, and we don't actually mean real champions. Yes, we are doing with a very high dollop of sarcasm and sindiran. Yes. Number three. A burglar in Kuantan jumps and runs as a pet cat attacks him. A pet cat. A pet cat. Meow. Man, we usually hear about this happening if it's a dog. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. A very fierce German Shepherd uh, or Rottweiler. Mm-hmm. But see, I guess this just means right. Our Kuantan friend here. Yeah. He's not a cat burglar. He's just a scaredy cat. <laughs> champion, <laughs> champion, champion, champion. Number two. A few tourists were called out for riding their motorcycle around Trungganu in their underpants. I'm guessing Mat Saleh, right? Yes. <laughs> Hello, white people. You can only do this if you're Justin Bieber, okay? <laughs> and when we say you must wear helmet, it doesn't mean only wear the helmet. Okay, friend. You want an action, right? Just show off your auto parts, not your private parts. <laughs> champion, 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 champion. Number one. The Flash star Ezra Miller arrested in Hawaii again for allegedly throwing a chair at a woman's head. What is wrong? His father's a multiple man. offender, is it? Yeah. Hello, hey, you cannot comment multiple crimes and get away with it yes I mean in Hawaii cannot lah <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a real piece of work I tell you no people go to Hawaii to rest you go there to get arrested champion <laughs> champion, 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 champion champion remember we didn't put you on this list you put yourself on this list huh. this is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10am on Fly FM